0: And, uh, oh, good to it, everybody. thank <laughs> you. to you, to all the sponsors, to all of you being here. So, Shem Shem bless every single one of you with a year full of Shefa, Baruch, I believe So, you know. The Yidim that are connected to Panemius That are connected to the way of the Baal Shemta, The way of the Riyadh Kaddish There's a certain language that they speak Language is different A Yid that's connected to Panemius Versus a Yid that's not yet connected to Panemius it's a, it's a different language The language one talks is different The way one talks is different The way one approaches The way one approaches Mitzvahs is different But there's probably one Yontif That the contrast between Yidden that are connected to Pnimius at and yidin that are not is the most extreme, and that's without a question. The Yontif Rosh Hashanah, it's without a question. You know, Rosh Hashem, just a little bit ago, I was like to be by Hasana, so you go to Chasna, so obviously it's a Gavaldikah thing, and you know you, you see people that you haven't seen in a long time, people that you've never seen before, and uh, you know very often people like having conversations. So you know it's a funny thing, like you know we we all live in a little bubble, you know, and I, I particularly live in a bubble within a bubble. So, uh, you know, it's always like you, you talk to like-minded people, you, you talk to Yidin, that we all speak the same language, B'Has HaShem. So Rosh Hashanah has a certain, a certain way of approaching Rosh Hashanah, a certain mood, that we, you know, Vakshu Hashem and the Rech have a certain approach to Rosh Hashanah, and then when you speak to other Yidin that are coming from a different approach, it's like a shtickle jarring. So I had to, like, get my bearings a little bit when I was having certain conversations, you know, the din, you know, all these things. You know. So we believe in the din also, but, but the, so the yontif of Rosh Hashanah is a very very different yontif from Panimius versus Chitzonias. So we have to explain a little bit of where is this chile coming from, because Chas v'Sholom, it's not, it's it, it's it's incorrect, it's unhealthy, it's not holy for us to think of there being this divide amongst Knesset Israel, divide amongst within Torah itself. It must be that both of these perspectives Are coming from the same place So that's question number one How do we understand this, These different approaches Different ways of thinking of Rosh Hashanah How could one phenomenon One experience of the Rosh Hashanah Creating the world Have such two polar opposite effects That's question number one Question number two is you know So tonight, today It's the birthday of the Baal Shem To the birthday of the Baal Tani Now that's a very unique thing you didn't come together generally for yard size, but the idea of celebrating a birthday—that's it's that's not such a common zah. But if Mashkocha <laughs> brought this, Klal Yisrael celebrate the birth of the Balshantef and the birth of the Baal Tanya, Chai El. So first of all, we have to understand what what is it about the Balshantef and the Baal Tanya in particular that requires celebrating them Mitzad, their birthday. Mm-hmm. And how? And it must be also that this is the Iker way how to be made and to prepare for Rosh Hashanah. if a person wants to have a Rosh Hashanah is in the way of the way of Chassidus, the way of the balsham. One has to connect not just to the balsham but mm-hmm. befrat to the Indian of the birthday of the balsham. So, what is this Indian of the birthday of the balsham, and why is that the way that pesach the shar to Rosh Hashanah? That's I guess number two. Number three, another question you could ask. I noticed this the other day. It's a very interesting thing. There's there's usually Chaim Vital in Shara Kavanis, or everywhere in his Ksavim, where he talks about the 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 secrets of mitzvahs and, and different events in Tyre, and tyrant, different psukim and so on. He just he, he just dives right in. He just starts talking. You know, he says, whatever the mitzvah is. This is the Indian. This is this this is the site. When it comes to Rosh Hashanah, Rechaim has an interesting opening line. Rechaim opening line is, Hinei Nasati alibi, lach kar v'losur Rosh Hashanah. Rechaim says that I, I, I focused my heart. Rechaim Ital says even like a, like a personal thing, that there was like an inion by him to investigate and to understand the inion of Rosh Hashanah. And then he begins to talk about all the secrets of Torah, that there is taught to now that opening line is a very funny thing because again, usually when Ruchan Vital writes in, in 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 all of his Ksavim, he doesn't speak from his personality. He's not speaking on his behalf. He's just talking for the Arizal. The Arizal didn't write. So Rukhan Vital wrote the Torah of Dari. All of a sudden when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, Rukhan Vital introduces the Kavanos to such a line that in the sati Rashana that I I've my, 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 I focused my heart. My attention was drawn to invest to to think about Lachgar, the velasser, and to investigate to to spy out the davening of Rosh Hashanah. So this is a, it's an interesting zakh. What is this Indian of Rosh Hashanah that Ruchaim Vital? There's something about Rosh Hashanah that required Ruchaim Vital's personal investigation. That it's almost as if Ruchaim Vital, for the tikkun of his own mishama, kiviyachal, was drawn to. Be ma'ayan and be to the in Rosh Hashanah. So, what is that? What does that tell us about Rosh Hashanah? One last question. You know, we know when it comes to halacha and mitzvahs, mitzvahs and halacha are usually extremely exacting, right? So, mikvah has to be mem forty sa. If it's an ounce left less than that, it's not a mikvah, right? Halachas and mitzvahs are, are usually very, very exacting. And Befrat, on a day like Rosh Hashanah, where there's certainly an Indian of Din, and Din is exacting. So you would think of all days, anyway, mitzvahs are very exact. And Chazal was <coughs> very particular and exact with the halachas that they, that they introduce us to. Plus the fact that Rosh Hashanah is a Yoymat Din. So you would imagine that the mitzvahs and the halachas in Rosh Hashanah are extremely exacting. But what's interesting is is that it seems to me it's the exact opposite. What do I mean? So Lamashal, when it comes to uh, the Musaf of Rosh Hashanah, so we know that the Musaf Daviding of the Shmoneh of Musaf Rosh Hashanah is a very big Shmoneh. It's a very long Shmoneh So instead of the usual, you know, uh, format of three brachas at the beginning, three brachas at the end, and one brach in the middle, that's usually how Shabbos the Yontif Shmoneh is about. And then one bracha changes each Yontif, and so on. But it's a uh, That's the basic formula. When it comes to of Rosh Hashanah, it's different. In the middle you have three brachas, Malchias, Zechreinus, and Shifus. And and, 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 and it has a specific Nusach. So the the Nusach of the brach of Malchias is exact. Zechreinus, Shifus. Now part of the Nusach of Malchias, Zechreinus, and Shifus, the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah was, that Chazal instituted, that within Malchias, you have to say 10 psukim in the context of Malchias. And zecherin is also this ten psukim and zecherin is ten and shayfers. That's the mission Rosh Hashanah. What's interesting is is that the Rambam in Ilkha Shayfer when he records that halacha that you have to say ten psukim, the Rambam says, he it's interesting. He, he doesn't say there's a specific nosa for it. The Rambam just gives you guidelines of what type of psukim you should be using, and his guidelines are pretty pretty clear. Again, psukim talking about malchus. Psukim that talk about Hashem being the King, but in more positive light, as opposed to psukim that talk about Hashem being the King in a more negative light, in a more you know no. dread-oriented way. So is the same thing. He gives you the basic guidelines, but within that framework of okay, basically psukim talking about Hashem as King, or psukim talking about how Hashem remembers everything, or psukim talking about Shifer, again, uh, again with the basic guidelines of what type of psukim we're talking about, it's pretty much open-ended. Say whatever you want. Now, what happens to be? You know, we have a master, So, you know, so the psukim have been picked for us. But what's clear in the Rambam is that even after the Master, the Rambam also said a master. that even after the master was established, evidently it was never established in such a way that these have to be the psukim you say. The Rambam indicates that theoretically, if you found another in Tanakh that fits the criteria, now, that's a very strange thing. Like I said, usually halacha is very medactic. So at some point, when Chazal sat down and came up with this idea of having Pesukim in Malchias, Zedochernus and Shoevers, I understand they had to start from scratch. But you would imagine, once they established the Halacha and they established the Machser, then that's it. And befrat again, like I said, a Rosh Hashanah, which is a Yom adin. But Adarab of Yadarab, evidently, the Psukim that we say, the Nusach of Davening, which is, and, and these Psukim are an essential point in the Nusach of, of Shem Nasrei. mam is an essential point. The brach of Malachis, Zuchunus, and Shafus revol- is revolving on these p'sukim. And these p'sukim themselves are not established with what, what p'sukim they are. They can be anything really. Again, certain guidelines. But it's open-ended. It's just a strange thing to be open-ended like that on Rosh Hashanah. If you think about it, even <clears throat> Shafur, which is blown during Malchis Zuchunus, and Shafus, also has a certain element of open-endedness to it. Right? We know that there's a there's a, a famous opinion of Rav Hayyim. Rav Hayyim asked, you know, the Gemara says that, that it says in Pasuk all you have to do is a tikkia, a trua, and a t-k-i-ya. You just do that three times and you're good to go. So why do we have all these different blowings and so on? So the Gemara says because we're Masoretic, we're not sure. What does it mean trua? Does trua in Chumash does that mean what we call trua, or maybe in Chumash trua means what we call shvarim, or maybe it means what we call shvarim trua? And there's all different communities. Some communities did shwarms. some communities did shruas, like what we call shrua. Some communities did shvarim and shruas. So the like Gemara says that hiskin Rabbi the Keseri, that Rabbi Vol came and was Misaki, and that you know what? Because we're not sure what's going on and different communities do different things. Everyone should just do everything. So we do tashra, tasha, tarat. We do all the different combinations because we're not sure what the trua means. Asks Rabbi Ayein, Rishonim quoted. You're telling me that through all the generations until Rabbi Vo, first of all, he didn't know what trua meant. Somehow it got lost. And you're telling me that there were certain communities that did it wrong that weren't yet to shavarim, because they did a Shvarim and maybe it doesn't mean Shvarim, maybe means Shvarim trua or whatever. Says rav Ga'in, when the Torah says Shua, it means any of those. It means any of those. What does trua mean? It can mean anything. You want it to be Shvarim? isn't You want it to be true? It was also fine. Shvaram Shua is also good. All these communities that some communities did like Shvarims, and some communities did and some communities did shwarm they're all you'd say. I, the Pasik says shua. is open ended. Shuas is, uh, you know it's it's a it's a it's an umbrella term for all these kailas, for all these sounds. Bavo, in order to make sure everything is unified, so was musaka, everyone should do the same thing, do all the combinations. But Swam so the, the, what is it about Rosh Hashanah that seems to, like usually mitzvahs again are so rigid and they're so exact, but all of a sudden on Rosh Hashanah, the Yom din the, the Nuslich of Davining is flexible, almost interchangeable. This Pasuk, you can replace it, that Pasuk is all fine as long as, again, it's the context of Malchus, Rosh Hashanah, you're fine. And, and, and the sound of Truah, which is really the only sound that the Torah openly says. Only, it says, Zichron trua in Chlomish, regarding Rosh Hashanah. And that sound of trua according to the Torah, is open-ended. Whatever you want it to be, you want it to be, Shvaram trua, Shvaram trua is all good. So what's this Indian of Rosh Hashanah, things being open-ended like that? One last question, okay? I'm not, I don't have any notes, I'm not sure if I'm going to remember to answer all of them, so we'll do, do the best I can. Uh, it says in the Gemara, that the inyan of saying, Malchias, and mm-hmm. Zechrinus and Shiferes is, is like this. The it says, "Imru say these temp sukim, Like I mentioned before, the ten psukim of Malchias, in order that I should be your king. Say the temp psukim of in order in order that I should remember you, in a positive way. So the first I'm an obvious question, that. That description of the Gemara, by Zichrenes, I understand. You're saying psukim talking about Hashem remembering everything. So Hashem says, say those psukim, and that will be a schus, that I'll remember you, Latoiva. Okay, so you say psukim talking about Hashem as has a good memory, so the result of that will be that Hashem will remember you in a positive way. But what does it mean, say psukim of Malchias, in order that I should be your king? If you're saying psukim that Hashem is the king, then he's the king. What's the cause and then effect? Imru l'fonei ma'achis, say that Hashem is the king, in order that I should be your king. Well, if you say Hashem is the king, then he's the king. That's called making him your king. What, what is it? Say p'sokim ma'achis, that's, that's number one. And then it will result in Kadesh shetam l'choni What do you mean? That, that's what you're saying. What you're saying is that Hashem is the melech. You're using p'sokim to say it. But that that's what you're saying. What's the, what's the, and then? K'dei sh'tam l'chuni is, When you said P'sukim that is, ham So what's the, k'dei sh'tam alaykum? Okay. It's enough cash. So it's like this. How do we begin? All right, see, so you know, it says in Pesach that, I'll, you know, it's the birthday of the Tanya. so I'll say, in the Chabad, take away. There's a, there's a, there's a pasach, you know, <laughs> if it wasn't for the tzaddikim, there, there would be certain like Swarm in, in Tanakh that we would be mamish, like, have no idea about, you know. So there's so certain svarim that become famous from the swarm. So there's a pasach in Eve, that without, without it becoming, without it being like a pasach that the swarm use a lot, we wouldn't have any idea that such a pasach exists. But there's a pasach in Eve, <clears throat> and the pasach says, me besari echze eloika, that from my flesh, I can see God. So what does that mean? So, in Sivri Chabad, in the Baltania, Baltanya always uses that pasik to explain mm-hmm. that if a person wants to understand the ways of the Rabbana Shalom, and who the Rabbana Shalom is, and how he interacts with the world, and just elakus. If a person wants to understand elukus, then you have to look at your neshama. You have to understand how, how you work. And from understanding you, you can then extrapolate to understand God to whatever degree we were created in the image of Hashem. So you understand yourself, you can understand Hashem. <coughs> so in Chabad, Chassidus, we taught the following thing: you know, one of the most one of the most defining features and qualities of who we are is not so much what we do, right? Because what you do can change, right? It's not so much your feelings either. Feelings also emotions come and go. It's not even so much your thoughts. Also thoughts come and go. The one thing that is that travels with you all your life, that no matter what happens, up and down, good and bad, inside out, whatever it is, this doesn't change. That's your name. That's your name. Person's name. Person's name is a beginning. Person's name is a beginning. The name of a person touches Amish. The iris, of who a is. It's not much the iris of who a person is, in the iris of who a person is. In the we're taught that the part of the neshama, the part of the soul, that's sort of captured by the name of who the person of, of of the person is called the Chaya. There's all different parts to who we are, right? So you have Nefesh from bottom up, right? So Nefesh is connected to what you do, then you have Ruach that's connected to your emotions. Then you have Neshama, that's connected to your thoughts. But all that, all those levels, that's not you. Don't, what you do doesn't necessarily capture who you are, because then who you are is constantly changing. Same thing with emotions and thoughts also. So after you get from Nefesh to Ruach to Neshama, then you get to Chaya. Chaya. Chaya, that's where your name is. That's your name. A name is Mamish. By right? Some, some you did have a minute at the end of Shavu right? They say, Pesukim, that has like Rasha Tevis of their name, is such an Indian that in Ayla Mahaba, we want to make sure that when you get to Ayla Mahaba, you don't forget your name. It's a funny thing to forget your name. Obviously that's an Indian, that you should hold on to your name, that you should know who you are. But you know what? There is an Indian, there is an Indian of something that's deeper than the name. Because even your name, if you think about it, wasn't given to you when you were born. It wasn't given to you your birthday. It was given to you by your Brismila. And who gave it to you? Not you. Your parents gave it to you. And your parents obviously at that time, there's Ruch and so on, so your parents sort of had a, a, a deep understanding, maybe not consciously, of who you are. But at the end of the day, it was someone else that gave you that name. And it was a name that was given to you not at the moment of when you came into the world. Because as as much as the name captures a person, really what the name is and what Chaya, that part of the soul that's called Chaya is, is really about how you, how you how, who you are vis-a-vis others, who you are vis-a-vis the world around you, the light of who you are, so to speak, how you are revealed to others. And so in order for that revelation, to become strong enough for your parents to pick up on it, to give you a name, so you gotta get a few days. You have to get a few days under your belt. You have to cry a bunch of times, a few diapers. And then your parents will be able to have a sixth sense about who this kid is. But the name captures the aura of who you are, the light of who you are, the revelation of who you are, but that's still not you. Who are you? There's a part of the person, the, 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 the essence of the person itself is it's a nameless. And that's called, the madriga that's called Yechida. Yechida shev nefesh, the madrega that's called Yechida of the soul, that is, that is a nameless, that's a nameless essence. It's a name without a name. And there's only one moment in life where, we're, where all there was was Yechida. And that was the moment that he came into the world. Because after that initial moment, now the Yechida, the essential nameless person, is covered over with everything that, that they do. Even simple things like crying and eating and so on. You are now engaging, you are now in Chaya and down universe. But the moment of the birthday, that moment, that's called Yechida. That's called Yechida. Yechida is higher... You know, that's why, you know, I mentioned before that there's a minute of, of saying psukim, that, to make sure that you remember your name in But you know, there's a famous uh, it was a, a cry that the Balatan used to call out. The Balatine used to say, I don't want the Haza. I don't want the Haba either. I just want you. So in you have to have a name. But there's a Madriga that's above Olam Haba. There's a Madriga that comes before Olam There's something that comes before. That's called Yechida. Yechida Sheven Afesh. Mi Loika. Just as we have this system in place within us, where you have, the, you know, the lower things, Nefesh Yoruch that's what you do, what you feel, what you think, but that's already, that's for sure not you. And then you have Chaya, that's your name. But even that is Be'etzim Be'etzim not you compared to Yechida. And you know, by the way, there's an interesting relationship between Chai and Yechida. When a person calls you by the name, so it's interesting, when a person calls you by the name and he gets your attention, he, you, your Yechida is engaged. Like, when a person calls you, he's trying to call you. So there is such a thing that the name by itself is not capturing your essence. But it is a vessel, it can be. The name can be a vessel through which your yachid is able to be engaged. That's a chiddish, that's a chiddish. Where even the nameless essence can be spoken to through the name. In the Kisve Ari we find such an idea, see my glasses are off, so I'm not sure if if everyone's like sleeping at this point, I'm not sure, I'm gonna keep my glasses off, okay? So we to see how it goes. Uh, but you have to. Uh, tonight has to be primiestig, you know. It's a you know. Uh, they were for bringing the whole night, so I'm not going to do that to you guys. But see, so, you know, you know the, the the five levels of the, of the soul that I just mentioned: nefesh, ruach, neshama, chayichida. According to Sarmak Toishem, there is always magala that connects. It corresponds to the four letters of Vavke The final He is nefesh. The vav bottom up. Vav is ruach. The first He is neshama. The yud is chaya, and the kutsay shul yud is yichida. What's the kutsay shul yud? The little, the little crown on top, the little dot, like when you first put the pen to paper. That dot, that's called yichida. And it's interesting, the yichida and the chaya don't have different letters; they both share the same letter yud. It's just the body of the yud is the chaya, and the kutsay shul yud is the yichida. Because here's the chiddush of creation. Even though we can't talk to each other, our nameless essences, our yechidas can't talk. But we can engage each other's yechidas through our chayas. Right? By calling your name, I don't mean, I'm not just trying to reference the letters, I'm trying to get to you. But just, I can't, I can't grab you, I can't get your attention. I can't touch the yechida unless it's through the chayas. This is true Then the person we are created in Hashem's image. So, so too it is with the There's a side. There's a, there's something that's called nature. Nature is what God does, what God feels, what God thinks. That's certainly not God Himself. That's the nefesh, ruach, neshama, elokus. That's not God. Then there's something that's called God's name. What's God's name? That's called the Chaya of What's the Chaya of What does it mean God's name? That's Torah. That's Torah and Mitzvahs. That's Kavanis. That's Shemus Aktash. That's all Shemus Aktash. And you know it's an amazing thing? By the Mukubalim, by the father and Mukubalim, the highest Majreg of Iskash was was Shemus Aktash. Was doing all Mitzvahs in Ma'is and Toivim and Davening with kavanas. Was Kavanis. Kavanas means everything is Shemus Aktash. Rechaim Vital writes in his Akdamah to. The Rahabital wrote a Akhtamat to Eitzchayim, where he gives warnings and he says that he, he it's an interesting thing, he writes a lotion that he's mashbiyah. He forces the reader to take an oath that the only way you're allowed to go further into the Sefer further, like to, to open it to chapter one, is if you're maqabal on yourself, that everything you learn over here is gonna be Allah Myssa. What is It means that you that if you're, that, that you that you plan on doing kavanas. And if you don't plan on doing Kavonis, then what are you being Isaac like in these things for? It has to be. It has to be Allah Hulam Kavanas. Kavonis. was the highest thing. But you understand, Kavonis is a Murder Gazakh, but Kavonis is Chaya. Kavonis is Kaviachel, what's called by the swarm, the R of Ain Saif, the light of Ain Saif. How the Rabbanah reveals himself in a very mysterious, in a very profound, in a very personal way. Just like your name is very personal to you, and your parents gave you that name with, 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 with a, a divine and deep intuition in terms of who you are. But at the end of the day, it's how you relate it to them. And it's how you relate it outwardly. But the, but the, so, all, so all of Tyra by itself is just Chaya. It's the name of God, which is profound and amazing. But it's not the Yechida Shavinafesh. It's not the Yechida Velikos. You know, so it's an amazing thing. We know that the Baal Tev, the Baal Tev, the holy name the holiness of the Baal is to unpackage even further the light of the Kadish, the Giluim of the Ariya Kadish. But what's amazing is, is that Reb Chaim Vital, who's the main Talmud of the Rizal, like I said, he writes, that the Everest, the Tachlus, the Apex, the Halach it's all Kavanas. And what's amazing is the Baal who comes to be Mamik and be Megala, Torah, Sarizel, even deeper, we know that according to the, in the way of the Baal again, different Chetzerim have different ways of doing it, different Madrigas, but the Tsara Shava of all of the entire Derech of the Baal is that kavanas is not the end all be all. The Iker thing by the Baal is not to the Dav with kavanas. the thing is the Dav with the Skashras, with this, this Ahavan, here with Vegas, with Bittel. So what's this Indian? How is it possible? How is it possible that you know, Rav Vital is telling us that everything is kavanas? and the Baal Shantas says kavanas is not, the, it's not so important. How is it possible? Mm-hmm. The answer is, is that Rachai Vital at his time brought down into the world through the Torah of his Rebbe, the Ariyaka that he brought the Chaya, the Chaya Velokos, the name of the Rav HaNashleilam, Shema but Yeriv Kadosh Mashiach the Balshentev came into the world a couple hundred years later, and the Balshentev, in order to bring the world that much closer to Mashiach, he was given a task, and his task was to reintroduce the world to the Echid of Elikus, the Echid of and the and the, the, the Balshentev reveals to us that, of course, God can be seen and known through His name. But even his name is really just there as a way to get to God Himself, and there is the Ichida and the whole inning of Tarsav Al Shantiv. The whole inning of Tarsav Al Shantiv is to reorient all of Avodas Hashem towards the Ichida, the nameless essence of who a person is, not to be caught up with defining yourself based on what you do, feel, or think or even your name. But to truly serve the Rabbani Shalelam inside the Yechidah And to serve God from the Yechidah Nefesh is opening that window into experience the Yechidah Velikos. And the Yechidah Velikos, when the Yechidah Velikos makes itself known, then you're no longer talking about the light of God. You're talking about God Himself. You're not talking about our Saif, you're talking about Ein Saif. And this is one of the most, the deepest teachings of the Baal Tanya. He writes this in a few places. He spoke about it very subtly. Even the Mithra Rebbe opened up a little bit. Really the Rebbe Rashab is the one that broke down the doors to talk about this in a very, very open and public way. Baal Tanya said at the first moment of creation, we know that Rizal said that the initial point of creation was what was before creation. Everything was... Overwhelmed by our insight, by the infinite light of Hashem. But in order for there to be creation, Hashem had to make it sim, Hashem had to constrict and take away, so to speak, or to move aside, or to hide his infinite light. And that's where creation exists, in that emptiness, in that blackness, in that darkness. Baal Tanya said though, amazingly, that before creation, when everything was overwhelmed by Hashem's light, mm-hmm there was no focus at all on who Hashem was Himself. Because all there was was God's names. It was so overwhelming. The light of Hashem was so overwhelming. The orange life was so overwhelming that Ain Saif itself was hidden. But Davka, when you have the hiding of orange life, that's the moment when you can finally discover Ain Saif itself. So the concealment of Hashem's light was actually the concealment of Hashem's names, but it was the revelation of Yechidah Shabbat And this is the great secret of the Vedas Hashem, to celebrate the birthday. Because the birthday, as I said, is the only moment in a person's life when all there was was Yechidah. Because ever since that initial moment of birth, it's covered over with your light. But who you were, undistracted and undisguised by all the things and even your name, it was only the moment of your birthday. So what's Rosh Hashanah? Rosh Hashanah is when the Rabbani Shloylam made that vacuum. It's when the Rabbani Shloylam began to fill, make a vacuum, empty out His light, and make room for all the things of this world. So if you're completely oriented towards our insight, then Rosh Hashanah can be a, a heavy day. But if you're connected to the way the Baal Shem Tev, which is that even Hashem's names is really a way to get in contact with who Hashem is, and even Chaya is just the entranceway into Yechidah, then there's no greater day than Rosh Hashanah. Because Rosh Hashanah is a day where even the Chaya moves away and all there is is Yechidah. Where the light of Hashem is removed to make room and to reveal the un- unnamed essence of Ein Seif itself. With the language of the Baal the R is removed and makes room for the R, for the source of light. When the light is gone, then the source of light exists. And what's amazing about that essence of Yichida is that from the perspective of Yichida, anything can be. You know, once you're already moved into your name, then it's a whole big avoidant to change your name. We don't usually do that. We don't usually do that. And even if there's God forbid situations, we try to add a name, but the change, Ashkenazim don't change a name. We add names. Once once the light is out, you know, once the cat is out of the bag, so to speak, once it's out there, then it's very difficult to take back. It's very difficult to change. But in that initial stage of yichida, then anything is possible. What you know, when you put the pen to paper and you just make that dot, it could be any letter. Eventually, it could turn, it could, you can make a Dalad, you can make a Gimel, you can make a Yud, you can make whatever you want. The nature of yichida is that it's undifferentiated, and from the perspective of yichida, anything is interchangeable. It's just the essence of who you are. Once that essence makes its way into different body parts, so to speak, okay, then it's stuck, then it's, then it's rigid. But the, the energy that's called yichida has within it the potential of everything. L'mashal. There was a moment in Jewish history where the B'Nefesh was apparent and that was the moment of Har Sinai where the Pasuk says that we heard the sounds, right? What is usually seen, we heard. What's usually heard, we saw. Well, how does that work? What type of miracle is that? Why would Hashem do that? The answer is it's not a miracle. What's happening is by the time the soul descends into its different vessels then the eyes see then the ears hear. But when it's Yhidah, Dick, then Yhidah could be anything. If Yhidah is out in the open, then yeah, then the eyes can see, the eyes can hear, and the ears can see, mean. It hasn't yet become f- fixed. The or hasn't hasn't been the cat hasn't been let out of the bag yet. It's still in that pre predefined stage that's called ychida. So let's go back. So Rosh Hashanah, the Darka Chasidis, the way the Bal Shantov is, the whole avaidav of Hasidis and befrat Rosh Hashanah is what? Is to maskash to serve the bananas with yihidas. So, what does that look like? What does that mean? So it means many things, and you can explain it in all different ways. But on a very, very simple, straightforward level, it means that according to the Baal Shantov, the Avodah of every single mitzvah is not just to serve God with the things that you're using. God wants you. God wants you. And the Iker way to daven, the way of the Baal Tev, is not to get caught up in the words, not to get caught up in the taich, or not to get caught up even in the Shema Saktash. But it's to use all of that as a way to bring you to the table. And the Iker ta'achlis is you being there. It's to stand before the king. And when you bring your Yechidah, Ibn Sari the brings his Yechidah. And that's called the Yichud. A Yichud means you and the Rabbanishim, and that's it. And at that moment, I have to speak about But at that moment of Yichud then all the Levushim, all the clothing, all the different ways of, of, of expressing oneself, all the, all the Levushim are taken away. And it's just that, that Indian of Yechidah Shavin Nefesh. Until you approach that moment of Yechidah, there's a lot of Levushim. But that moment of yichr is without levush. Ms. Ruchamagin used to say that. He used to talk like that. That, 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 that in of is without levush. And that means to serve the Rabbanish in that way of Mesiris Nefesh. With recognizing everything I'm doing in, in Avaydis Hashem is not about the thing itself. I'm not giving gifts to Hashem. The only gift that I'm giving is myself. The only way, the only thing God is really interested in is me. Not the things that I do or the things that I want. Those are all vehicles. Those are all ways through which I come to the punishment. And there's one day of the year where, the, where, where all the iris are being removed. Making room for what? For the Me'ar, for the Yechidah bin Nefesh, that's Rosh Hashanah. And there's one tzaddik whose whole Indian was Yechidah bin Nefesh, that's the Balshanta. So as a hachanah for Rosh Hashanah, we celebrate the Balshanta's birthday. Because that's what a birthday is. A birthday is a celebration of Yechidah Shabanafesh. A yard side is already overwhelmed with all the iris of the person. But the birthday, all, there's no iris yet. The birthday is just Yechidah. This is why Rechaim Vital, in order to complete his neshama, in order to make sure that Rechaim Vital doesn't become lost in the Kavanis, and make sure to make, and, and to make sure that the Kavanis themselves act as vehicles and the chaya becomes a vehicle through which the khidah is come is 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 contacted. Rechaim <clears throat> Vital says Nasati Alibi Lachkar feels Rosh Because Rechaim Vital has to make sure that the Torah of the Rizal makes its way to the Balshant. That's Rechaim Vital. That's even the name Chaim. So the name Chaim is a very indescriptive name. Right? Every other name describes, it's like, like Reuven. Hashem, it says in Balsak, like, she named him Reuven. What's Chaim? means to be alive. Well, I mean, that, it, like, everyone that has a name is Chaim. Right? It's like, well, what type of name is Chaim? The answer is the name Chaim is Yechidah Shebinefesh. That's so why even, even the word Chaya is really connected to, to Yechidah. Pure life, purely existing, that's more of Yechidah the Kenyan. The fact that Rechaim Vita was chosen to be the key through which the Shema sectation of that is revealed. He has to therefore double down to make sure that the Shema sectation don't become static, and they don't become, even God forbid, an idol in them of themselves. They have to themselves be a vehicle for Yechidish of Nefesh, which is the Yant of Shoshana, which is even the, the Bal Shantav. So let's go back. I'll try to think if I can remember all the questions. So... Why is it that Rosh Hashanah has such flexibility to it? Why is it that trua can mean a bunch of things? Why is it that the Psukkim can be interchangeable? the answer is the Holy Roshana's Rosh Yehidah. And from the perspective of Yehidah nothing is fixed yet. Nothing is solid yet. The light is, is not out it's not out yet. It's still it still is all it's it's it still can be anything. It's roymus akailus. You can see from your ears, and you can hear from your eyes. So the psalm can be interchangeable too. There's a there's a shprach that the said about the the balshamtiv. That the Baal the balshamtiv davened with kavanas of the Rizal, because those were the kavanas available. That's the Russian that tzaddikim used to say about the balsham. He daven with kavanas of the Rizal because those were the kavanas that were available to him. It's a funny thing to say because those are the kavanas. No, no, those are the kavanas that happened to be available. And if there are different we be different comodities. What Does that mean it's the whole life of the is How do I express my yichida? So I need. I need a name. I need shevis. I need. I need something to do. But it's really about me. It's about my essence. It's about me being present. Rosh Hashanah is flexible because of that. Those in Yidin that are connected to the way the Shantav, Rosh Hashanah is a day of revelation. Rosh Hashanah is a day where the essence, the yichida, is revealed. Those even that are more connected. That are not connected to the way of Baal Shantav, that are only connected to the, the name of Hashem, then Rosh Hashem can be a day where Hashem's name is hidden. The castle Yem Chagain. And for both aspects of Rosh Hashem, they're both true. And they're both coming from the same event, which is creation itself. But creation hides Hashem's light, but reveals God's essence. So those of us here that are for bringing by Chayel, so. Whether we realize it or not, the Stamur, Mekushar, to that way, the Baal Shem Tov. So what's the the way to be meiched for Rosh Hashanah? The way to be meiched for Rosh Hashanah is to realize that at the end of the day, all the dust settles. At the end of the day, all the Rosh wants is you. When you come to Rosh Hashanah, the most amazing moment of all of Rosh Hashanah is the same moment that other people dread. Which is what? That call by Olam, of that everyone passes by Hashem's eyes one by one by one. So those Yidin that all they think of is Hashem's names. So that's the moment of terrible dread. Because what is Hashem? Because what's the conversation when you're, when, you're, when you're one by one? What are the clothing in that moment? Well, the clothing is, let's go through your record and let's see how the year was. That's, that's, could be, that could be frightening. But those Yidin that are connected to the Balsham that are coming from a place of Yechidah, that in that moment of one on one with the Rabbanah and the Kivyachat says, then the clothing go away. Mm-hmm. And that moment is like, yeah, okay, so there's a conversation going on, but it's not, you know. It's just being able to have the schos to be in Hashem's presence that is just you. There's no one else at that moment. That's the greatest moment of Rosh Hashanah. It's like when people go to Watsadik for Yechidahs and so on. So very often, and it's all different tzaddikim, but a common theme amongst all the tzaddikim was that people would go into the tzaddik having a certain thing that they wanted to talk about, and very more often than not, that wasn't the conversation. At the very end, uh, okay. So, what are you actually here for? Okay, fine. You know, finish it up at the last few minutes. But what the... it was just yichidus. It was just that place of 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 a nefesh. So, avoid the is not to lose sight, not to be uncomfortable. To be naked before Hashem. To not just be you. Doesn't mean that we're perfect. Doesn't mean we have nothing. We, of course we have things to work on. But everything that we have and all the tikkunim that we're doing in our avodis Hashem, it's all ways to make the, 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 the vehicle to allow our yechida to allow it out in the most comfortable way. That's what all this Hashem is. Just giving a comfortable setting. Within which your yichida can express itself, because when a person's stuck in little things and virus, then your yichida is uncomfortable, and your yichida is not comfortable being naked like that. But when the when when a person's surrounded with mitzvahs and meisim taifim, then that's an environment that your yichida can express itself. But it's all about you. It's all about your yichida. It's a moment of it's yichida with their Shalom. That's what that's what Rosh Hashanah is. Rosh Hashanah is they've unbelievable simcha, unbelievable. Uh, it's mamish like. It's everything. It's, uh, it's, everything is taken away. All that's left is Mom is just who you are, your nameless essence. Who you are before Ilam higher than Ilam It's the ma'ar of who you are, not the ar of who you are, the mi'ar. I guess I'll end with a, with a quick story. Maybe two stories, can I say two stories? Okay? One, the first story will be, it's like more of a Torah story, and, that one, and, that, and the last one is this. There's a ma'isa that the, about the Baal Shem Tev. It's a it's a strange story. It's a famous one, but it, but based on what we just said, you can understand the mase. Once one came to town, there was a, a circus that was passing by measures, and Al uh, Shemtov asked the Hasidim what was going on over there, and they said different things, different uh, entertainment that was going on by the by the circus, and they mentioned that one of the things that they did was a tightrope walker, tightrope walker. Valshanta's so eyes lit up, tightrope walker. What is that? So, okay, so they said that you know, there's a guy, he's, he starts off over here, and they tie a rope from one place to the X, and then he walks across, tightrope walk. And Valshanta says, One second, you're telling me that this guy starts over here, he ties a rope from there to there, and he walks just on the rope, and they got to the other side? And he said, Yeah. He so, said, What's underneath? Nothing. And he still does it? I have to see this. So it's okay. So, okay, the Valshanta wants to see. The Valshanta puts on this big day Shabbos. He goes to the mikveh. He's going to see the tightrope walker. Even the guy over there in the spot, that the is coming. So the guy gets up there. The Valshanta notices that he gets up, and obviously everyone's clapping. It's a big big excitement. And then there's a silence. And he begins to walk on the tightrope, you know. And every time he leans one way, like the was is like ooing and on. You know, he's like, his mom is like uh, caught up in it. Until finally, finally, he gets to the other side and bashan jumps up, he's clapping. He's so excited. And he was mom is just like perspiring. He was like a big avide. Like, so the chasidim are like, Rebbe, what's going on here? And he said, Didn't you see this? He says, what did we say what? And he said, You saw how, how the, when he started on one side, he was with every, he was with the whole khaver, right? He was with a bunch of people on one side. And then he started a tightrope walk, and then he was by himself. And then when, during the tightrope walk, he's leaning this way, leaning that way, and it's not so partial. But then eventually he gets to the other side and he's back with the chav. So Hashem just said that's all my that's my yanya. So was that uh, was the tightrope, the walk, the, the, the rope that's in the that's that's in the abyss that covers the abyss. That's the empty space. The rope is the name of Hashem, the Kav. That's the names of Hashem, that's the Torah. But the Baal Shem, is the whole line of the Baal Shem visit, all of that is just really a way to connect what came before the line to what's going to be after the line. So the whole line of the Baal Shem to visit, the Torah itself is a means to get to Yechidah Shabbat. Nefesh. That's the way this Hashem, the Shem, that's Rosh Hashanah is. Now let me tell you a story. So Baal said is like this. Baal Shem gave a mashul, maybe I said this once before, I can't remember. Baal Shem gave a mashul, to Rosh Hashanah and he said here's the mashal he said like this he said there was once a meeting with all the animals of the forest it's a famous mashal all the animals of the forest have a meeting they have big problems what's the problem? the problem is that something happened they all were very chutzpahdik to the king that's the lion and they're in big trouble and they know what to do the lion's angry it's going to be big problems so they all turn to the fox the fox is a clever animal so you say fox you, we need an etzim so the fox says, "Listen, it's a big problem, but I am I am smart." So the fox says, "So I have three hundred tinus three hundred chachnas that I can present to the lion, and that'll work." So come, let's go. So fine. So all the animals come together. The fox is leading the way, and they begin to march towards the lion's den with the three hundred tinus Halfway there, the fox turns around and says, Khavra, I'll be honest with you. It's been a long day. I forgot one hundred and fifty, but I have one hundred and fifty left. That's enough." Okay, fine. Keep on going. It gets a little bit further. Chavra, I know what's going on, but like I just forgot another 50. I have 100 left. Okay, 100 ta'inuses. is awesome. are uh, going to do a good job. And they keep on going like this until you know what happens. They finally get to the cave and he turns around and he says, Chavra, I got nothing. I got nothing. So they say, I, we're, we're here ready. Like you already knocked. <laughs> the, the, the lion's on his way. You have nothing. The fox says, I got nothing. So what are you going to do? So the fox says, we'll take care of it. So the lion comes, and he sees all the animals. He's a little angry. He sees all the animals there. He says, what do you want? And the fox says, lion, your majesty the king. I told the whole chavra that I had 300 tainas in order to convince them that they should make the journey to you. But the truth is, I never had anything from the very beginning. So, So the lion says, so what are you here for? So the fox says, I'm not here to say anything. I'm not here to convince you of anything. I just want to be here. I just want to be here. And really, that's all we want to be, is just to be here. Come what may, I don't care. The fox says, I don't care. You you punish us, you don't punish us, it's not enough for me to... I just want to be here. So you know what happens. Obviously, the king, the lion, the lion is overwhelmed with joy about just being able to experience his people, his servants, his animals, just wanting to be by him, to bring with him. He's sees Michael everything. When Yichidosh HaVinefesh is revealed, and if this is oriented by Yichidosh HaVinefesh, everything else takes care of itself. You don't have to worry about the din. You don't have to worry about what's going to be this coming year. Because all the kalim and the rigidity of the coming year, eyes don't have to see, ears don't have to hear. Eyes can hear, and ears can see. If you're connected to Yichidosh HaVinefesh. It's all ain't safe itself anyway. Hashem shall bless us. Shemokash ourselves to the Baal Shem, to the Baal Ta'in, to all the Tzidik, and all the Yechid, Yad Aris, and from there we'll be able to come into Rosh Hashanah with that confidence of offering Hashem our Yechidah, we give Him our Yechidah, the Rebbe gives us His Yechidah, and the rest will take care of itself. Shemokash, only have a Ksiva, and a Good. a eventually you are on all levels. Shafa, arbelida. Amen.